Welcome to Victorious Living. Reading the Word, meditating the Word, speaking the Word, living the Word, whatever is of vital importance to my mindset of faith, that I must do it every day. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us a message, The Necessity of Maintaining a Strong Mind. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us the necessity of maintaining a strong mind. The unity of our mind with God, which is the mind of Christ, that we know is the mind of Christ, has to be set on the word of God for the purpose of eliminating, giving the devil a place to nest in our thinking that gives the Christian a wrong mindset. In other words, if I have a wrong mindset, I'm listening to the wrong voice. If I have a wrong mindset, I'm listening to the wrong voice. And so the Bible says there's many voices in the world and none without signification or none that does not have some word or message attached to it. So he's talking about here, Paul's talking about this, that the, the unity of our mind with God. So if my mind gets in unity with God, it's got to, it's got to get in unity with that word that's in that Bible. There's where we're going to get in unity with the mind of God. And so we look back into the Old Testament in Psalm 133. And if you can pull it up real quickly there. Uh, and, and if you have a Bible, you can pull it up here on your phone. However, uh, Psalm 133, 1 through 3. Look, behold, how good and how pleasant it is for the brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments as the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. Now notice that on, on this reading, he said, on this the Lord has commanded the blessing. Okay, what does that mean? That means that God's place of blessing rests in what he says in this verse of scripture. And there are a lot of other scriptures, but, but tonight we're just dealing with this scripture. When he, he said, let me read it for you again. He said, behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like, unity is like the precious ointment, which is the precious anointing upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garment as the dew of Hermon, and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, now keep in mind, he's talking about anointing here, as the, uh, as the uh, dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing. Now notice what he said. He said the Lord commanded the blessing in this unity. You get in unity with God, God's going to move. If, you want God to, if I want God to move 
in my behalf. I've got to get united or in unity or in agreement with his word so that I have the same mind that Christ had. I have the mind of Christ. So wrong mindsets affect the anointing. Now think about that for a moment. You ever needed the anointing to do something for you? Well, the wrong mindset will absolutely block it. It can block it. Wrong, wrong thoughts, wrong, uh, wrong interpretation, wrong whatever, uh, understanding, wrong whatever in, that's in that, uh, you know, could be wrong. So God has set his anointing up on the things that are in unity. So wrong mindsets affect the anointing and discernment. I know that's a, that's a key word here, this, this word discernment. Wrong mindsets affect the anointing and dis, discernment that this anointing provides for the Christian. Let me read that again. Wrong mindsets affect this anointing. The anointing destroys yokes and it removes burdens. The, the, the anointing of God is greater than the spirit of the devil. It's, it's, it's greater than the situations that the devil brings. It's greater than the circumstances that the devil orchestrates or tries to orchestrate in our lives. The anointing destroys the yoke. What Satan wants to yoke you with, this anointing will destroy and will break that. Well, now, the big thing that we use and know about is sickness and disease. And we know about poverty and so is worry. Now, we can name a number of things here, but the anointing will break the yoke that those things are attempting to bring to our life. So if we don't have the right mindset, they can yoke us down in our thinking. They can get a foothold in our thinking. And so what do we do when our mind is not in league or in agreement or in that uh, position with God? we revert to believe in something that God didn't say because of the experience that we have had in life along life's way. And we've all had some experiences, you know. But I got to get my mind right with that word. And if my mind is not right with that word, it's because I've heard things along the way that's caused me not to be in line or in agreement with the word of God. And so not that, not that any organization has the complete... Uh, revelation of the entire volume of the Word of God. I'm not saying that, but we can have the mind of Christ in what we have learned over the last few years in what people call the Word of Faith movement. Faith is not a movement. Faith is a lifestyle. All right, now here in, in 1 John chapter 2, verse 20, John talking to the folks, to the people, but you have, but you have an unction from the Holy One. That word unction, as you learned, we've all learned. This word unction from the Holy One, that word unction is anointing. But you have an anointing. What does the anointing do? It destroys the yoke. It removes the burden. You have that, John said. You have an unction from the Holy One, and you know all things. Now here's this word know here is the word for discern and you discern all things. You discern what's faith and what's not faith. What's right and what's not right. So this anointing will teach you. You remember the Bible says that the anointing will teach you. 
It'll guide you. It will help you to know what's right and what's wrong. If you're talking right, he'll help you to do that. If you're talking wrong, he's going to tell you about it. And so the Holy Spirit is our teacher and we are, we, we, he teaches us so much through discerning rightly the word of God because he's the writer. He's what he gave it to, to, the, to the disciples and the apostles and so forth and so on. So he said, but you have an unction from the Holy One. I have an anointing. Now here's, here's the thing is everybody's got an anointing. You got that anointing when the Spirit of God moved into your life when you received Christ as your Savior. Now, there is an anointing that comes to ministry gifts and other people who may not be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, but they may be, that anointing will come on them at certain times, but we have an anointing living in us that helps us to discern what is right, what is wrong, where it come from, where it's supposed to go, and all of those different things that are involved in it. So it's wrong discernment for me to say, for any person to say that God gave me something that he bore on the cross. If God bore it on, if Jesus bore it on the cross, he didn't intend for you to have it. So why didn't he just leave us alone? You know, if that don't, didn't help us in that way, just, just don't be concerned, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we see then that this unction, this anointing inside teaches us what is right and what is wrong. And so what do we call it? We call it our conscience. That's what we call it. We call it our conscience, but yet it is an anointing in us, teaching us, right from wrong, teaching us how to discern what's happening here in my life and rightly discern that, and that anointing is in us that will do that. Well, now, folks, if we don't read the Bible on a consistent basis, then we're going to be, we're going to be weak sometimes when Satan makes his attack. We're going to be disarmed. He comes in a moment of weakness to disarm us. Well, he sees when we have already disarmed ourselves to a degree. I mean, you know, you can do that. You can disarm yourself by not walking in these ways that God gives us in, in the word. And so reading the word, meditating the word, speaking the word, living the word, whatever is of vital importance to my mindset of faith, but I must do it every day. Now, you know, people sometimes say, well, I do it 30 minutes a day. Well, that's good. It's good that we do it 30 minutes a day. But have you ever t thought about what a small percentage of your day? <laughs> if you just do it, and I, I'm not telling you, you got to do it six hours and 10 hours and 12 hours. What? I'm not saying you got to do it that long. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, that 30 <laughs> minutes is a small segment. of Let's just do away with 12 hours and say we're asleep. And probably none of us in the room sleep 12 hours, but we're just night and day. And so we'll just use the daytime, 12 hours. That's how many hours, but if we only do it 30 minutes in 12 hours, uh, you know, if you only eat once in three weeks, and I can tell some of you that's not the case with some of you now. I'm kidding. 
I'm kidding. I didn't call no names. I did not call any names, and I, have no, I had no person in mind. Had no one in mind. No one whatsoever. Amen. But, we, but you have an unction from the Holy One, and you know, which is the word for discern, you know or discern all things. You discern the right from the wrong, what the devil's doing. You, di you discern that between what God's doing. So, and that's what the Holy Spirit in there will help you do. It will say, how do I get the Holy Spirit to do that? Well, you've got to fellowship with him. You've got you've to take some time with him in prayer, uh, you know, praying and praying to, to the Father in Jesus' name. So you've got to have that in there, you know, and uh, you've got to use your prayer language. Praying in the Spirit, it edifies you. It builds you up on your most holy faith. So you've got to pray in the Spirit. And so a lot of people sometimes, I don't know who a lot of people are, Again, I'm not calling names, but some people, let me say it that way. A few people, let me say it that way. A few people, uh, this is the way we were taught back when I was growing up, that we tarried for the Holy Spirit. And if we said two words in it, you got it. But we never were taught how to use it. We never were, we never were taught, I don't, at least I don't remember, never, we were never. It's our hope that today's message, The Necessity of Maintaining a Strong Mind, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling one 800 842-7896 Again that number 1-800-842-7896 If you would like to receive a free CD of today's message please request offer number 7 Today's special offer number is 7 From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living <laughs>